Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori. And today, Daniela and I are going to catch up and chat about, you guessed it, Clubhouse. (laughs) Good old Clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to look anywhere in social media and not see this app mentioned. It has made quite an entrance on the reselling community. Yeah, today we are going to give you an overview on Clubhouse and share our thoughts on the impact this new app has made on our community, as well as catch up on how we're doing with our cross-listing efforts. Grab your favorite beverage and pull up a seat at the table. Oh, hey, Daniela. Hey, Lori. What an eventful Sunday. Oh my goodness. So in case anyone is wondering, Miss Daniela was just um, stuck on the side of the road in 20 degree Rhode Island weather with a dead battery. Yeah. Good times. um, Good times. It's all right. I'm home now. I'm warm. My husband saved me in AAA. So. Oh my gosh. I feel bad that we are recording this late for you. That just, you know, coming off of that, it just sounds stressful to then come home and have to record, but I'm not worried about it. It's our catch up time. Yeah, it's fine. It could be worse. It could be a lot worse. It could be worse. I'm glad everything's okay. Football's on and you know, Tom Brady, Brady. (laughs) you may hate him, but oh my goodness. Right. Good for him. Good, Good for him is right. I, I know there are a lot of haters out there, but, um, and, and even you and I were pretty mad at him for a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm over it, but not really. I'm over it. Now I can just acknowledge the insane athlete that he is. Oh, yeah. I, one of my friends um, from home had a t-shirt on and it just said, um, goat, what was it? Two teams, one legend or something like that. Yeah, and the G yeah. and the O were in Patriots letters. And then the A and the T were that other team. He's on <laughs> the other team that shall remain nameless. Who's now going? To the Super <laughs> who is Bowl. now going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> anyways, yeah. So that was um, earlier this afternoon. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. How's your week been? Pretty good. Um, I feel pretty accomplished. Not that I really did anything because my VA cross listed all of my Poshmark listings to eBay, but I feel accomplished because of it. Um, so that's you been hired a good person. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's been about two weeks. It's been about two weeks, but still that's all done. And now we're working on Macari and then I'm going to cross post things over to Tradesy. So like, I have a plan. Like I, I did really well in the beginning of last year, right? Like making sure I had stuff that was cross posted on all these different platforms. And then I got lazy because mm-hmm. I just think it was everything going on in the world. I think we all got a little lazy with certain things. There's so much happening, right? Oh, with- sure. Oh, sure. All bets were off on like March 12th of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until yeah. the end of the year. So yes. Uh, and we've talked about before in the podcast, just being, you know, just better at it. So I have a plan for all of that. And so I'm excited. I've, you know, we'll talk about it later in the podcast, but I've, you know, I've noticed different changes and stuff. So that's been good. Um, I did all my shipping on Saturday and I only have two things to ship tomorrow. So I'm thrilled. Like I didn't, I waited to ship until one or 2 PM. So I got all of my Saturday morning sales done too. So like, I'm in a good place. Oh my God. For I'm insanely jealous right now. <laughs> like I'm looking at the clock saying to myself, I probably should pull shipping tonight. Here's you probably should. <laughs> I probably should because I have a big day tomorrow. So yeah. So tell the people what you're doing tomorrow, Lori. Um, my plan tomorrow is to start filming for my Thrift Across New England series. 
think I'm going to start with Vermont, but um, I may go to Maine. I'm not really sure if the thrift stores that I want to go to are not open. I think I'm going to head to the bins in Maine. Ooh, that'd be good. And you ask, maybe you should have a plan by now, Lori. It is 921 the <laughs> night before. Why do you not know what you're doing tomorrow at 7 a.m.? Because this is how Lori rolls. Because my name is Lori Tata. Seriously, I was supposed we were supposed to go last Thursday to Vermont. And then um Jay couldn't get the time off. And then I just I have felt a little overwhelmed this week and I, I just felt like I had so much I needed to do before I started on this like six day shopping spree. Um, and so I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And then I had to put a video out and then I had to do this and then I had to do that. And then I had like the clubhouse hangover a couple of days and I just was not myself this week. So yeah, so this week I'm, it's a big week. That's yeah. all. I mean, excited, but as you know, exciting as shopping is, it's also exhausting because there's a lot involved when it comes to thrifting and all of that. So I agree. And just like going to unfamiliar territory as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing if I'm going to Savers down the street that my car goes to on autopilot. Right. Um, right. But then it's different to just venture into new places and to know like the editing involved. And I want to make it exciting because I'm super excited for the series. So I think what I did decide, um, and it was a little bit as a result of just being like a little behind on the series, but I am going to extend my cross listing video with Vendu for one week, which actually makes sense because um, when I get to February 4th, I, I would have started thriftless February. And also that's one month. And I feel like one month is better than three weeks. And I think I just wanted to get it out to get it out. But as I'm going through the month, I'm like, just one month is a nice chunk of time to actually reflect on habits and see how it's going so that that I'm going to push off I was going to do it on the 27th and now that will launch after um after the other series so yeah a lot coming up a lot of excitement but I have to get my ducks in order yeah how's your assistant been that's this is now an official thing now right you've got a nice little assistant coming to your house yeah she's she's, right she's working out great yes Caitlin um will graduate from high school with Rocco and her mom is a really dear friend of mine and Lindsay had gotten another job and then we took on Caitlin and Caitlin is actually so good. Like she calls me at the beginning of the week and she's like, Lori, what days do you want me this week? Like she's, she's better than me and she's just so reliable. And I check on her several times. I'm like, do you want a coffee? Do you want to take a break? Do you want to come upstairs? She's like, no, I'm fine. Like she has her AirPods. She just gets to work. So it's, it's really wonderful. And I think she's going to be so key during this week. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to come home with whatever I shop with, you know, all my hauls and have her here on the in-between days. So that's, that's really good. And we, we put her on, we made her an official employee. We, we filed, um, you know, we got payroll checks and all that stuff. So I, I think it, I think it's going to be a good move. I think I really needed it. Although the virtual assistant is looking really good to me right now too, for cross posting. Cause I've been doing that all on my own and I'm getting it done. My goal has been 12 a day and I'm averaging 12 a day, but like, like your, your entire closet is done. You know what I mean? I'm still not above 250 listings on eBay because as I'm listing them, things are selling on Poshmark. Mm-hmm. And so back. like, yeah. So it, it's just been a lot of moving parts. I mean, I'm definitely making sales, but I, I have so much to list over there. So I think that that's going to be a much longer endeavor for me if I, if I do that on my own, unless I choose to have Caitlin do it one day. But the truth of the matter is, I just love having her take photos of jeans and black pants. <laughs> so you don't have to. <laughs> so I don't have 
to. <laughs> but I mean, think, I mean, I think this is a great move in your business too, where now you're putting in these different elements to help you and you can focus on other things that you enjoy doing, you know, and, and I hate to say like, they're not the, they're not mundane. It's just that they're tasks that you can't focus much as much time on because you have other projects that you're trying to right. work on. And yeah. Yeah, at some point, if you're going to scale, I mean, I, my goal for my business was never to be like this huge empire. That's never been my end game, but um, there are definitely things that I, that I want. I think, I think I'm more interested at this point in like growing YouTube than I am even like doubling my sales on Poshmark or whatever. I I think I've kind of settled into the idea that I'm going to just be this like mid-level person or whatever level people consider me or I consider me, you know, I, I don't see myself um, as like a huge volume seller. I I, I'm maxed out with where I am now, but I like it. I'm maxed out in a good way. Like I I like where I'm at with my numbers, which is why cross-posting is so important, right? Because you can scale your business without, getting more inventory and hiring a ton of people and all that stuff. So I think that's why there have been so many people focusing on cross-listing this year. Do we want to talk about our cross-listing updates now, since we're on the topic of it? Before yeah, we why not? The yeah. So um, like Lori said, she's noticing sales. I definitely am noticing sales. I mean, once I- Huge sales this weekend. Yeah. Huge. So I think I was at like 157 listings on eBay before the cross-posting. I just wasn't doing it. So I was just deleting things as they were selling on Poshmark. So then I, I want to say we were at 157 and I got to like 299, 300. I got like three or four sales and they were like big, big sales and people mm. bundled stuff. And I was like, this is a thing on eBay. I had no idea. Like I'm an eBay novice that people can bundle different things and you can bundle the shipping. So I had a couple of those sales. And then once I got to like that 450, 500 mark, it was like sale after sale after sale, but they're all pieces that have been sitting in Poshmark and like this is like I kick myself right like they've been sitting in Poshmark and people are paying almost full price or are paying full price for it what have I been doing this entire time crazy 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 yeah you know what I noticed which was a huge miss for me um because you had been talking so much about doing uh making sales overseas international sales global shipping I haven't made a single a single international sale, like in a year, like I'm like, I don't, I think the last thing I sold was a a Disney sweatshirt to somebody in Japan. And that was over a year ago. Um, so I looked and I don't have the freaking box checked. Well, then that's why Lori. (laughs) I know. So, and I don't have a lot of promoted listings. And so now I feel like I need to go in and revamp everything, but I I don't think you can do that through Vendu. I think I need to go in and like, edit through eBay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I need to go in and I need to, and that's another thing I wanted to do at least for the last week with Vendu because I, I'm not using it to its full capacity. Cause I'm not, I don't have promoted listings and I don't have global shipping on and I'm still making sales, but I'm like, the sales aren't like, they're not like rushing in. I've had, a, I've had quite a few lowball offers. Oh, me too. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a, I would say that there's a lot of activity um, and I've been making consistent sales, but I mean, Poshmark is still my big winner right now. I think it's going to take me some time and, and I'm still not above 250 listings yet. Yeah. I think you're being consistent with it, which you're going to see results either way, what, no matter what the activity is. The other thing too, which is like a total bummer is that because everything is listed on eBay, I have over, I think like 300 specifics now that I have to put in. Well, that's really stressing me out too. 301 item specifics that are required soon, which is the ones that I do February 25th. Yes. 25th. And then 
I have 518 added recommended item specifics, which I'm not going to even bother doing. I'm just going to do the ones that are required, the, the 301. But that alone is going to take me quite a bit. So I'm like, do I ask my VA to do it for me? I might. Sure. Yeah. I might. Just that's done. a yes. So we'll see. But even that, like that's added activity as well. So even though I'm not obviously listing as much now because all my stuff is over there, I might have like five listings to put on eBay a day. Um, every day, if there's maybe five or 10 required um, specifics that are going in, that's still activity that's still going to help, you know, eBay. Oh, sure. And I, I feel like you're in the phase now, Daniela, where you can like really start to really know eBay and dig mm -hmm. in and fine tune and get those item specifics and see what, um, you know, what percentage you might want to promote your listings at, if it's worth promoting, if you should promote them higher. Like, I think you're yeah. at the point now where you can start seeing patterns and just like really, just really digging in where I still feel like I'm just trying to stay above water right now, but yeah. Yeah. How many listings do you have total on Poshmark? Poshmark is like 1283. And you're going to put all those over. I mean, uh, I mean, probably, but um, honestly, if I got to like 700 on eBay, I, I would be just fine with that. Like I, I'm a little nervous about managing both. I want to, that's a lot. That's a lot to have. I'm not that I can't do it, but maybe this is where I do need to get a VA or have Caitlin start doing that for me. But Caitlin's like such a great lister right now that, and, and I, I'm in the process of, you know, updating my inventory system. And I think that she's right where I want her to be. And she seems to like it. Like, I don't think Lindsay loved taking photographs. Um, she loved to do a lot of the modeling. She loved doing shipping for me. She loved a lot of the fun stuff. Like she worked with me on my first Boston um, launch. Yeah. So she, she really was helpful with that stuff. And Caitlin seems to really like to list. So I'm like, girl, if this is what you like. I've had it. <laughs> I will have things prepped for you when we come here and she just goes to town. So yeah, it's been interesting and it's been a nice part to my business. Um, and if I didn't have like a, so many other things planned right now, and once you put it out there in the universe, like set oh, a date for a series. <laughs> yeah. And I also had another uh, really fun experience, which I'm going to talk about later um, because the contract isn't signed right now, but I paid for licensed music. Did for you? my New England series, like oh. way more money than I should have. Um, but there is an artist um, by the name of Jonathan Richmond. I think I talked to you about yeah, him. Yeah, you before. told me about this. Yeah. Anyways, it, I've been back and forth with his, with his manager and we finally settled on a price. He sings this like quirky song called New England and it was just perfect for my series. So I've been working on that too. And like the contract is set, the price is set. I just have to sign it and pay for it and then get the download. Um, but that's been a really interesting experience. I might do a little video on that just because it was very unique. And um, I don't know that I would ever do it again. I'll let you know if I lose money on my six part series, <laughs> which I probably will. But, you know, I really like this you have guy. that music and you can use it for something else. I mean, you have, you know, well, in the contract, it says I can only use it for my New England, my thrift across New England series, but it's it's perpetual use. So if like, say, if I do the series next year, right next I'll year, a different. Yeah. So it, it could be the start of something nice. Um, I, I hope everybody really likes the song. <laughs> <laughs> totally was just one of those things like, oh, what the hell? Let's do it. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I mean, that's a really interesting video to make too, like what the process is to contact an artist and work, you know, and work out that whole, how do you get copyright music? Because it's, 
process. Yeah. And it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm reaching out to Ariana Grande. I was going to say, you know, so, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Jonathan Richmond is 69 and, you know, he was in the movie, something about Mary and he's very quirky, um, like punk rock era. Um, so it, it's not like he's in high demand right now, but I still think he's fantastic. And so, um, yeah, that, that's, that's been interesting and just a fun experience. You know, yeah. I, I hope I look back on it and don't regret the money I'm shelling out for this song. I don't think you'll regret it. You know, you only live once. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Are you going to, so wait, before we even go there. So I've officially crossed over to Vendu. I'm, I'm announcing it on the podcast. Yay. I am officially Yay. crossed over to Vendu. I have uh, canceled my list perfectly subscription. Um, I was very, um, skeptical at first because I had never used it before. Right. So I just didn't really know much about it. But then after meeting with the guys and, and chatting with uh, Josh and Thomas and, you know, trying out the product and everything. And I like time myself in different tasks just to see like, is it really worth it for me to make the switch and everything and the cost, you know, factors and everything in it. Um, it was worth it for me. So, you know, time-wise and everything, it made sense. And I've made the switch and I've imported all of my inventory into Vendu because I do want to use the relist and delist feature that they discussed in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, I haven't, and not everything is cross-listed to eBay using Vendu, which is going to pose a little bit of a problem because not everything's going to line up, right? Because most right. of it was cross-listed with um, List Perfectly, but it's going forward. All of those right. things will be through Vendu. So that's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I did Mercari today on Vendu and that was super easy. I mean, it was mm. a breeze. eBay always takes a little bit longer because I'm cross-listing from Poshmark. So that one took a little bit longer. I'm going to do TradeZ tonight too. Um, I'm going to start putting some various things on TradeZ, even though it's a very slow pa- platform for me. Uh, why not? Mm-hmm. I might as well put some things up on TradeZ. I mean, I think any experience, especially since we have a podcast and, you know, it's always nice to just share your experience. It just it, it yeah. just gives you more and more depth. And, um, I think it's great. I, I think, I yeah. think it's great that you're venturing out to so many new platforms. I mean, why not? It's not going to hurt me. Right. It's just right. gonna put more people, I mean, more eyes on my items. The other thing too, is, um, I, I did a couple of like listings on Vendu. It was an adjustment. I think I need to like continuously do it. Cause I'm so used to listing on Poshmark. Oh, I know. So I was really slow at it at first, but I think if I keep doing it this week, I think I'll get into a rhythm. It's more of like, okay, I got to make sure all my photos are ready. They're already edited or whatnot. And I'm just uploading my photos. Like I need to have a, a system put in place for that whole process. That's what I need to do. And then- Can um, you do drafts on Vendu? Yeah, like well, yes, yeah, so you can like, basically you go in and you create the listing. And then once the listing is created, you, you hit save and you can click on that listing, just like you would input your inventory, the same mm-hmm, process, basically mm-hmm. click on it. And then you just select where it is you want it to go. Where it's going. Yeah. So similar. So it, it is essentially a draft. Everyone that you yeah. write up. Yeah. I know there's so. <laughs> and there's been a lot of talk about this. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot to say about it. And it is, it's like retraining yourself, right? Because we've yeah. been we've been doing everything on Poshmark for, you know, Long two time. and a half, three years. Yeah. So yeah, it is kind of like learn. And, and I'm a little, I, I'm not, I'm not hesitant because I'm going full forward, but I mean, you remember when we were all so excited about everybody was like sending everything to thread up and then. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> and then. I know. Um, and then things happened. 
<laughs> but I don't, I don't see this like that. I don't, no. this, this is a tool that's just going to keep growing. And that, that I think is, even though I've always been a part of the Vendu team, um, I, I do think that these guys are just, I'm so impressed when I hear Josh speak because he yeah. literally has an answer for everything. Like mm -hmm. everything is thought out. Everything is taking time to plan and um, their customer service is incredible. And even like he said, I think the reason that Vendu stuff takes longer to develop is because it's all done through their interface. It's not, they aren't windows that you're opening or, right. um, you know, so it does take time, but I am just super impressed with their company and just how much they, they're passionate about their product, you know? I think what's impressive about them um, is that they take the feedback, they have people try things, they take the feedback, they reassess, they do A-B testing, you know, they're doing all this different stuff. And then they're releasing whatever it is that they've been working on. Like it's it's very, um, it's thought out and it's geared towards the community, which they're a part of as well, because they're resellers to begin with. So right. um, it's it's nice to see people take that take that information, that feedback and actually apply it and try to create a tool that's comprehensive um, that anyone could really use. I mean, I would say it's pretty intuitive. Once you get a handle of like where all the buttons lie and, and, you know, how to maneuver the actual interface, it's pretty easy. It's pretty self-explanatory. You mean when you're, when you're, when doing, you're in Vendu, when you're in Vendu. Yeah. yeah. I, I find their, I find their layout to be very user-friendly. I mean, if, if, if I'm good at it, <laughs> Yes. I'm a firm believer in that. So yeah, I think it's been an exciting topic and I'm excited to see where it takes all of our businesses this year. You know, yeah. um, I know a lot of people are excited about it. Yeah. It's been, I feel like it's been the talk of the town the last like week, but it could be because of clubhouse. Oh my goodness. <laughs> clubhouse. Um, I've, I haven't been on Clubhouse since Friday morning and I haven't missed it. Yeah, same here. I haven't been on. I went on a little bit last night and then I hopped right off. I was listening to um, these YouTube creators. They were having like an open forum kind of thing. So I was just listening to that. To the, um, They were talking about the YouTube shorts that are like a big thing right now and um, talking about how creators are using them. They're like a, think of like a Reels kind of thing that's yeah. kind of what they're like so they were talking about that and how people are using them for their business well, but because tiktok is so huge and tiktok are, right. they're shorts you know they're so yeah i can see why that could be a trend on youtube yeah and what they were basically saying is a lot of shorts content is not you're not able to monetize it so a lot of creators are staying away from it or they're using it more to like promo stuff to then bring people to their videos so like you know they were going through that whole process and how you can use shorts and it's not for everyone because some people's content doesn't allow for shorts so it's like you know understanding that whole process of those so it was interesting but then I, like I signed off after 10 minutes I was like eh, I'm good yeah well, it's a lot. The one thing that I will say, so do you want to give a general we'll Clubhouse. of what yeah. Clubhouse is? So Clubhouse is an iOS only application that is in beta. It's invitation only. And um, I, I will just, I, don't, I mean, obviously I don't know the creators. I don't know any of this stuff. All I know is um, the only information I can give you is the reason why it's I, on iOS only right now is because iOS applications are generally easier to code and easier to have people test in beta. So that's why they're only available to Apple users right now. And the reason why it's invitation only is because they can't 
can't have masses amounts of people to come on. If they have if they have way too many people coming on, they can't gather the data that they need. So like it needs to be somewhat exclusive as even though we don't necessarily love that it's that exclusive. It, yeah, I don't even has to be for their testing. Exclusive. I think like this is my thing because so many people are offended by the exclusivity of it. And I, I don't think it's even meant to be that way. It's I not. think it's just meant to be a slow trickle effect. Correct. Like, because they don't want to overload their system. I, I I, mean, are you kidding me? Clubhouse would want the world on there if they could have everybody on there. I think um, right now what you're seeing is celebrities got on and influencers got on, but it was just them. So there's only so much you can do when it's just celebrities and influencers on. Who are they actually talking to besides each other, right? So then you have limited data. So then I think what happened is they started to probably reach out to smaller influencers and whatever, and they were giving them invitations. And then it just kind of kept trickling out and trickling out until it got into our community, the reselling community. However it got there, I don't know. Got to the reselling community. And then we started handing out invitations. And then it like blew up within a couple of days of resellers being on there because everyone's at least within them. our community yes oh, blew up right yeah. and uh and then it became this i need to have it i need to have it how can i get it kind of thing which i i really feel bad that people feel that way however i understand why people feel that way because we're all posting about it and saying right. oh great conversation but i mean there's been a lot of negative posts about it too yeah i would say it's kind of on both sides. But if you don't know what Clubhouse is, let's say you, you haven't seen it, right? You're not on social media, you haven't seen it. Clubhouse is an app that's like, a, think of like a live podcast. Yeah, like an interactive podcast. Yeah. With a virtual stage and monitors. Yeah. Uh, moderators, I'm sorry. Moderators, yeah. And an audience and you can mm-hmm. raise your hand. So it's almost like a webinar, online conference, but podcast, very laid back. No one can see you. So you can look however you want to look. It's just you speaking. Um, there are a lot of glitches. Um, the servers go down. Um, sometimes you click to speak and it, nothing comes out or you're speaking, you have full service and your Wi-Fi is great and no one can hear you and it's all crackly. So there's like, you know, it's, it's new. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of great rooms. It's not just reselling. I don't want people to think it's not just reselling. Like there's investing, there's real estate, there's plants, there's fitness. There's like everything you can imagine under the sun is categories. Um, there's things with educators, there's, um, CEOs that come on and they do like a two hour, uh, conversation with these influencers, like the, oh, CFO, I think, no, maybe not the CFO, CMO of Poshmark was on there speaking about stuff one day, uh, Shopify president was on the other day, just kind of given his story and how Shopify came around. So there's a lot of stuff that happens on there. It's extremely addicting. Um, it will suck up all your time if you stay on there too long. Um, and it's draining because it, there is serious FOMO when you're on there. I, I find it draining only on the, the platform, only on the days where I have been a, a moderator. moderator because yeah. I, and I, I love it. Like I really enjoy being a moderator. Um, but it's a lot, but it's a lot because you want to stay engaged and you want to move the conversation around. And, um, I know for me, it was a balance of like, saying enough to maybe set a tone, but not saying too much because you want to give other people a chance. And I think the first one that, that I put on the books and hosted, I think that I just talked too much. Like I gave a really big introduction and, and all that stuff. And then the next day it was just more like, Hey, everybody, good morning. What do we want to talk about today? <laughs> um, so I like, like your morning even one. the mod- you know, We're learning as moderators. So yeah, I've been doing a morning one with um, Jenna from empty hanger and a couple other people. And it's, it's been really nice. But I have noticed a couple of times where I've been in the audience and people have invited me up to the stage and I just click maybe later yeah, I do the because same I thing. really, 
I just want to zone out and I just want to listen. Like sometimes I, I prefer, you know, it depends on the time of day. Like when I lay down at night and Jay's like sound asleep next to me, I don't want to speak. Like I literally am using it as opposed to like listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video. Like I can just like listen. So um, some of the conversations have been, I, I feel like generally with a lot of the content around reselling lately, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I just feel like there's just been a lot of heaviness in, in some areas. And, and I, you know, when I started on this journey, I'm like, I I like to thrift. This is really fun. This is my happy place. This is, Mm. I I love the shopping. I love the thrill of the hunt. And and I feel like sometimes um, people get, they overthink stuff Mm. and I, I, I don't know. So I've been wanting to do like very light content lately. Like I did a, a, thrifting challenge with posh boss Blake tonight. That's the video that I released. And that's like where my head's at right now. Give me a $25 budget. We're going to see who finds the best outfit for brunch. Like, <laughs> I love it though. That's so fun. <laughs> it's fun. Like, and I, and I feel like we're losing the fun sometimes because everybody, yeah. everything becomes a social issue. Everything becomes somebody's excluded. And I feel like I'm a very inclusive person. So um, I'm pro all of the people who want a voice and need a voice. I, I just, I don't think that clubhouse was meant to be exclusive in that way, the way that it's hurting so many people's feelings. And I can say this because I got an invite right away and I didn't miss out. In fact, I think you sent me an invite like five days before I even signed on, you know? Um, And it just depends on your personality. I think if you're a person who has FOMO a lot, I think this can be a a tricky platform for you. Um, I agree. I think you need to set boundaries. If you're someone who struggles um, with that, I think having boundaries and limits and like I shut off notifications at Clubhouse. I don't get any notifications and it's wonderful. I don't want them on my phone. Me neither. Day one, I didn't know that I could shut. I didn't realize the notifications that would come to my phone and it was like non-stop on the first day. And I said, oh no, I'm not doing this. I don't have notifications on my phone to begin with. It is just- It's like Poshmark notifications before you- put some boundaries on them. <laughs> yeah, I don't do Poshmark notifications. I don't do anything. I will go into the app when I want to know what's right. going on. Like right. I don't, I, I, I can't function that way because then your brain's just constantly going. And I don't like that. Well, and inevitably you're going to miss something. Like I had oh, several yeah. friends hosting several rooms at the same time. And, <laughs> yep. And they all looked wonderful to me. And uh, you know, and then it's kind of fun to like hop from room to room mm-hmm. until you kind of find what might spark your interest in that moment. But at the same time, it's like you look at the agenda for the day and it's, it's just too much. And I mean, the, the one that I've been doing in the morning tends to go very long. Actually, were we- t- Friday, it went until like 8 p.m., which is insane. Oh, I mean, I hopped good. in, I think at six or seven o'clock because I was cooking dinner. So I was like, oh, it's still going. I'm just going to go in. And Jenna was back in there and I was like, what is happening they were it's still crazy. Yeah. So the, it starts at 9 a.m. and there's no end time. And then, yes, like I logged off at 11. I said goodbye because I had to go get on with my day. And then I looked back later. Yeah, like 7, 8 p.m. I'm like, does that say reseller rise and shine? <laughs> yes, Is that still going? Yeah. So every room kind of has a different vibe. And I think what what Jenna has done is like, you know, she kind of just wants it open-ended and makes a lot of people moderators. Um, so there's less structure. So I guess there's good and bad to that. Like I've, I've also really appreciated the rooms, like your room with Jen, 
the savvy outfitter, the bolo brands that you guys did like, see, that was light and fun to me. Like that was a fun room. You know, you guys were having fun and bringing people up and everybody was mentioning different brands and, and it was fast paced and it wasn't, it was, you know, it was just what I was in the mood for that night. So that was, that was really fun. And you had a stop time. So it wasn't so draining because you knew it I was- I mean, we fun. totally failed in our original stop time, but it was supposed to be rapid fire, which we were like 30, 45 minutes. And then people just kept talking and there was just so much interaction. We were like, we can't end this. Like we have to keep- Well, going. that's what's fun about the app too, is if you yeah. if you do have a vibe and it's going in one direction, you can just keep going, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was still rapid. I mean, you still talked really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was fun. No, it was a, it was a really fun episode or room or whatever we call yeah. these things. Um, and then there were, there were some that were like super um, emotional rooms. Like I yeah. think I got emotional in the first morning and yeah. And then, but by the end of the week, I, I just kind of, I was satiated, I guess. Um, I'm excited, you know, tomorrow morning, I think I'm going to plan my morning around the rise and shine group, um, you know, so that I can get up pull my shipping, print my labels so that by the time I'm in the room, I'm actually just physically packing my stuff. I'm not trying to use my brain to do anything. Um, So I think if you can structure your day around it, and I think if you're just a listener, it can be really great. It can really make the time go by fast while you're working. And I think that's why it's so popular among resellers. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the concept of it. I love, I love it. I do love the app. However, um, I'm not going to lie. A part of me missed listening to my podcast last week. So all I did this weekend was listen to catch up on all my podcast episodes and I almost enjoyed it better because it was, it was not reseller information. I don't have to be listening to reseller information on clubhouse, but I'm just so drawn to it because my friends are in it and I want to see what they're talking about. Like, and I, you know, and people invite you to it and you're like, all right, well, let me go in for a few minutes and a few minutes turns into an hour or two. And then it's like, what am I doing with myself? Or a podcast, I can start, stop anytime it's recorded, which I like where clubhouse is not recorded. And I don't know if it ever will be. I don't think it will. Um, I hope it's not. I hope it doesn't become a recorded platform. Yeah. If it does, I think it's going to change everything if it becomes a recorded platform. I also think the app's going to change dramatically once you get Android users in and like this becomes a bigger thing and it becomes live, right, to everyone. Who knows? There might be a fee associated with it. We have no idea what's going to happen. We're like, we're like the lucky ones to try it out, right? Like if you have an invite, you're one of the lucky ones to see what it's like and give them all the information that they need to create the app. I don't know what will happen. None of us will. The whole platform is obviously going to somewhat change when more users come on. So I don't know. I do like, like, I'm still a YouTube podcast person because there's a start stop button and I can basically come to it whenever I want. So I can start it at 9 a.m., stop it at 930 and come back to it at 2 and pick up right where I dropped off, you know, right where I ended. And same yeah, thing. There's something yeah. to be said for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I am more of a YouTube person than I am a podcast person, but I, I like you watching my YouTube regulars was like a breath of fresh air after clubhouse. Like I, I, it was just comforting to like sit there and do what I normally do, whether I was shipping or steaming or whatever, and see the familiar faces that I'm used to seeing for YouTube and, you know, pausing it if I left the room or I had to make dinner or the dog needed to go out or whatever. And just like, there was some comfort in that. And, you know, maybe we'll get to that point with clubhouse, but I think because it's live information, it's just, by its nature, it's just a little more to absorb. Yeah. And I, I don't feel this way per se now, maybe the first few days I did before everyone was, before most resellers were on the app, I felt that like I had to be on as there were some really great, like 
gurus that I would never have access to were on here. And like, I wanted to hear what they said because they were giving advice to people in real time, which you have to pay money for that stuff for most of these yeah. people that are speaking. I mean, Gary mm-hmm. Vee is on there on occasion. Celebrities are coming on left and right and they're speaking about experiences and whatnot. Um, and there's a lot of like coaches and stuff that are on the app and they're actually coaching you. They're looking at your profile. They're looking at your YouTube channel. They're looking at your Instagram and they're giving you real-time advice. And that's that's stuff that would cost you hundreds of dollars if you right. if you did it offside outside of Clubhouse. So I felt like I had to be on there because I didn't want to miss one of those people. Mm-hmm. And then um, all the reselling content started coming in and I love it, um, but it's also extremely draining and I felt less productive and um, I just was like over it. Like by the time Wednesday, Thursday came around, it's like, all right, I'll go into this room because I want to support the, the people that are in it, but it's literally on in the background. The volume is basically, I can't hear it. And I'm staying in the audience and I'm not coming up unless I, I absolutely want to say something. Otherwise I like, I need to stay here because I have stuff to do. I'm working. Yeah. Like I can't, you know, gotta get yeah. shipping done, gotta work my real job, you know, all those different things. One of the things that I have really loved about Clubhouse has been um, just hearing some new voices, you know, on YouTube and Instagram and podcasting, like we've been hearing similar voices. Uh, A lot of those voices I love, um, but it's really nice to hear some, some new voices. Mm -hmm. And I've learned so much from people um, in in just like conversations that can take a a turn uh, for the better, uh, like whatever it is, like with cross-listing, uh, while we that were was a podcast. crazy day. We should probably talk about that day. It was one of your 9am rooms yep. and all of a sudden it turned into a Vendoo conversation, which was, which was fine. It was like a Vendoo list perfectly conversation. And then Josh from Vendoo actually came on. Well, so what had happened was like, we were talking about it. So I said, um, I will try to have a room and invite Josh because you know, we have a relationship with Josh right. and I, I know he would be great for this platform. And I, I had a couple invites. Um, so I tried to find him and he wasn't on there. So I mentioned it in the room. I said, you know, I'm going to try to reach out to Josh and, you know, see if he would talk to people. And then the conversation just kept going and the questions kept coming about cross-listing and Vendu. So I'm like, screw this. I, so I messaged Josh. I'm like, Josh, what are you doing right now? You know, like I said, um, there's this app called clubhouse and, um, it's a social platform. It's kind of like an interactive podcast. There are a ton of people in a room right now. And there are so many questions about Vendu. Do you have a second to hop on? I can send you an invitation. And, um, he was in a meeting and he's like, sure. I'm like, um, I need your phone number. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) So he sent me his phone number and I sent him an invite and he's like, as soon as I'm done with this, um, I'll hop on. And that was like, it just all happened. And, um, and then Josh was in the room and they called him up to the stage and then whatever happened, happened, but it was fantastic because so many people out there. And then afterwards, you know, I think Josh was thrilled to be on the call because, um, you know, I think it was, he gave a lot of information and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to give at least try the free trial on Vendu or whatever, but that was kind of a really special moment. I thought when he was able to hop on and chat yeah. with everybody and answer so many questions that I personally couldn't answer. Right. And I think this is something that we're probably going to see on clubhouse as time goes on. It's going to be a great space for creators for people that have, you know, applications, whatever it is to come on and have that one-on-one interaction or have like an open forum for people um, to ask questions and to learn more about a product. And they can kind of give a 
presentation that's not visual but auditory and explaining things and i think it's a great space for that like to When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply get to know the people behind whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, whatever it is. It could be the people behind Poshmark, people behind a podcast, people behind something that they created. Just to have that um, personal experience that I think a lot of us have not been able to. Mm, you can't replicate somebody else's business when yeah. it's not your own. You and know, I, like we can give our best take on a company or a product, but it's nothing like it being your own baby and, you know, something you live and breathe. Yeah. Even like in terms of what was going on last year with the pandemic, I mean, even this year, the pandemic, right? People have missed out on opportunities to have conferences, to have these webinars, to like sit at a table with like-minded people and have these conversations. So I feel like that's why there might be so much of a hype over Clubhouse is because it's not just Instagram where you're looking at a story or it's a live, right, on YouTube or on Instagram, or it's not just a static post on Instagram. It's actual interaction with humans. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have missed that. I think that's a fantastic point. And I, I wonder if once we go back um, right. to whatever normal, normal right whatever the normal this is. will die down or if it will just be taking off like you know kind of the sky's the limit with where this could go mm. um but I do like that it's unfiltered and it's yeah. that makes it kind of nice and, and I'm sure that can also cause some problems in certain rooms oh. too I mean I have not been in any um so to speak, like really heated rooms I've been in a lot of emotional rooms but I I have found them to be safe places um yeah but I haven't been in a ton of rooms. Yeah. Have you mostly been in reselling rooms? Um, I would say mostly yes, but um, like I did Blake's Weight Watchers room. That was like one of my favorites, just talking about recipes. And um, I went into a room for um, digital, like media marketing entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a guy in there. He was some big wig and I wish I knew his name, but he was really sweet. Um, and that room was really interesting. There were only like, like seven or eight of us. It was like in the middle of the day and I saw that Blake was in there. So I hopped in and I, I loved the topic. So that was good. I have to be honest that I think because I've, so one of the, somebody mentioned in one of the rooms, I think you were there, that whatever you put in your bio um, on Clubhouse is basically like the topic that you'll be fed so I, I have like podcasts um, for resellers and entrepreneurs and all of the keywords like reseller, eBay, yeah, Poshmark, same. YouTube. Um, so I am getting bombarded with, you know, we're going to change your life and make your business seven figures and wake up at 4 a.m. and drink 20 gallons of water. Like, and I'm all set with that. Like, it's been great. And some of those rooms, you, I go into some of those rooms and the speakers are super dynamic and very high achieving people. Um, and so I probably should be more um, 
engaged than I am, but I'm like, I wonder if there are any rooms about planning, you know, like I am just like, are. you can search for it. Poo in my bio and we can talk about dogs. Like, again, this gets back to Lori wanting airiness these days. I just want some lightness. So um, I think I want to tweak my bio a little bit so that I'm not just getting fed all the heavy, heavy business stuff. Cause I love that stuff, yeah. but that's all I seem to be getting that's yeah. coming up in my feed. So like, I'd love to um, do a Peloton room and like talk to people about like, yeah. just be in a room and hear maybe what some people's favorite workouts are mm-hmm. or, str- or maybe like um, motivational groups, like accountability groups to see, I like just, I want to branch out a little bit, like you were saying, but I think I want to veer away from some of the business heavy yeah. stuff and go more like lifestyle fun stuff cooking yeah and there's a lot of that but I I think the other thing too is uh, I feel like clubhouse everyone's a guru like everyone knows something everyone's a, a, like the super successful person and, and we're assuming that they are based off of what their bio says too you know mm-hmm. like I feel like um and I don't know I, I obviously have not experienced this but I don't know if that at some point if that's going to contribute to people being kicked off the app because they're really not gurus and people are paying them for whatever, you know what I mean? Like there's so many like unknowns. Cause it's so- yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. You should say that I was dying laughing, you know, Jade fashion without trashing. So she was like, she was oh, her story. <gasps> I died. She's like, what? No, there was, there was one particular, she was basically talking saying that like stop acting like no she said that you won a grammy and you saved you know kittens um from dying like you know out of trees in your spare time like whatever she said i just butchered it but it was really really funny like do you not think we we can read your instagram bios yeah like we can find out We know you don't go to lunch with Beyonce. Like she was basically <laughs> saying all this outlandish shit. And I thought it was so funny. And I haven't really um, experienced that. Like I, I yeah, just- I haven't either, I, but it's funny because it sure happens. Like I'm just looking at it for what it is. Like, oh, okay, this person does this. or this person does that. But um, yeah, I can see, I think it's tricky too, because you're on there. And even myself, I'm like, oh, this would be great if I'm moderating a room, like maybe I'll meet some new people, maybe we'll get some new followers or some new subscribers. Like to say that that's not in the back of everybody's mind, I think of course is, it is a lie. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, like it's not your main focus, but it's like, it's it's social media. It's, you know, why we do post on Instagram sometimes. It's, you know, it's, it's all part of the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's going to be interesting to see people who are just constantly patting themselves on the back and looking for followers and then people who just kind of want to have a conversation or like sometimes you're trying to do a little bit of both, but like, which side are you leaning towards? And, right. and what does the audience want too? you know, because right. there, there will be times where I'm listening to somebody who I would consider you know, somebody who I really look up to and I just want to hear everything they want to say about their business. And I just want to soak it all in. And then other times, you know, maybe you just want to have a casual conversation with someone. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I will say, speaking of followers, I do think that Clubhouse has helped me get more followers on Instagram and on YouTube, but indirectly, not because I'm promoting it. Like I may say it briefly, like, Hey, I'm a podcast or YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm not directing people to go to those places unless it comes up in conversation and someone says something that, you know, 
then like, like I clearly said, everybody should listen to the podcast where we interviewed Josh. Right. But that's you like, know, but like, but it was, I mean, in it was kind of a plug. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, you yeah. know, it's, I, I think it's directly, indirectly. And every time, like everyone's like, oh, follow everybody who's on the stage right now. Like, I don't know that I'm saying that a lot, but somebody usually says it, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, I can see where it can get a little obnoxious in that way. Um, I think resetting the room is really obnoxious, but it has to be done because people are coming in and out. It's not like the room closes at a certain time. So people are able to flow in and out of rooms. You're constantly having to reset the room, right? That's like clubhouse terminology. You reset the room, which basically means you reintroduce all the moderators um, and -hmm. just tell people they can raise their hand to ask questions and blah, blah, blah. And they can come up to the stage. It's tiring as a moderator to keep saying that over and over and over again, because the room never officially closes. It's always open. Right. I also think a really interesting thing that can be exhausting for a moderator or whatever is, is when you just have a ton of people on stage. Like I've noticed some, I don't like it. It drives me crazy. Yeah. I noticed some rooms are much more controlled in, Mm. in on stage. And I noticed when I spoke with you, you put me back in the audience and I was like, Ooh, she put me back. I was like happy because I was done talking and then I was back in the audience. I'm like, this is great. Like, I, I didn't want to be up there the whole time. You know what I mean? So I think it also depends on the moderators and how they're running the room. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like the ability to put people back in the audience because there have been um, instances in other rooms that I've been in where someone stays on stage and then they're con- like the moderators are trying to have a discussion, whatever it may be. Maybe they're sharing information. And then um, the person who's on st- people that are on stage are constantly like jumping in. So the moderator is not really able to give the content they would like to give, um, which mm-hmm. is a little disruptive, right? Depending on what type right. of room you're running. If you have an open forum where you're just kind of casually having a conversation, it doesn't matter. But if you're actually giving information, then you want to be able to stop that and give your information and then, you know, bring everything. But then it's tough as a moderator because you want to give everybody a voice. You don't right. want them enough. you rude sending someone back to the audience. Are they going to take that in the wrong way? You know, like there's a lot of that that goes on. Yeah, I just think it just depends on the vibe of the room. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't I'm glad you're happy I brought you back to the audience. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that was great. And, and I spoke to a few other moderators. They're like, oh, I put people back in the audience. I'm like, oh God, I've never done that. Like, I just leave everybody up there. Like, yeah. I, But again, it's very new. It's very new. Yeah. And I think if you set the expectation at the beginning, then people will know what your flow is going to be like too. You know, so this, I mean, it's another platform I mean, to learn. You know, I just want to say I I did have one person who actually is a really sweet person message me and say, I really feel like all of your sharing of um, all this clubhouse stuff is very off putting. She said it, it feels like worse than a sorority rush and just a constant reminder to those of us who have not been invited to the party. And I felt so sad. And I literally took down the only things that I had reposted from that day were when other people had tagged me in a post and given me a shout out. And then I reshared it to be kind or whatever and say, thank you. Um, But I, I did feel bad and I took it all down because that is so not my intention. And there's a part of me that's like, they're not missing a bunch, like a whole, like, I I don't know. It's easy for me to say, because I'm on the other side, but I do want to say to people who haven't gotten an invitation yet, it's not going anywhere. I think it's just a matter of time before everybody gets an invitation. It's only exclusive because the app doesn't want to overload. 
right. from what I can tell, from what I can tell. It and can um, handle a lot to begin with. There's already a lot of people on there and it's, it has a lot of glitches because it's not saying it's a popularity contest. I don't, I don't know that it is. I gave one of my invitations to my son, Anthony, who's yeah. probably never going to get on the app. And he's like, what's this mom? I'm like, I don't know a new app you've heard of it he's like no what is it and, and I told him I said I don't know I think it might be really fun for your fraternity because it's like an interactive Anthony's part of yeah. the business fraternity and they have all these group chats That'd and be a I good just idea said, for them I just think this would kind of be fun um this might be a nice thing and then you can invite your friends and they can invite their yeah. friends and yeah. the thing that I don't understand is why like one person we get three invites I've only gotten three total um and you give your invites away, but then those three people each get three invitations, correct? I so I don't understand varies. why it's not growing faster because for every one person, there's three invites. I think it varies on how much interaction you have on the app. So when I first came on, I got one invite, which I then gave to you. And then a few days later, I got three invites. Nope, I got two invites, which I gave to Jill and I gave one to Jen. Mm -hmm. And then um, I got three, which I just gave to um, followers on Instagram. But yeah. I, but that's it. I haven't gotten any more. So I've gotten five, but it's like, well, I've six, but it's sporadic. It's not like, I don't know. I think it's your- but I feel like it should be growing kind of quickly. Am I naive yeah, to think maybe, that? I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. And I think it blew up so fast that I have not putting as much out there now. Well, it's also the weekend. Like I, I feel like there'll probably be more um, this week, but yeah, I do think everybody kind of was a little maxed out this week and toned it down. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm curious to see what next week brings, but I mean, for sure, as I get more, I'm, I'm more than happy to give these. Oh yeah. Me too. I think everybody is. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know anybody who's like not sharing them. Yeah, me too. I'm sure there are people not sharing them, but I don't know anybody who's not sharing them. I, I, it's just the opposite. Everybody I know is doing their best to get it into as many hands as possible. So nobody feels excluded. I also just want to mention that most of the content that's happening, like reseller wise. Is recycled. Yeah. It's stuff that's been talked about on podcasts on YouTube, like you're not necessarily missing out on new content. It's the same content, just in a different form. Um, if anything, the only thing that you're quote unquote missing out on is all of us resellers in a room, just chatting, like gossiping, like, you know, like talking about work and all that kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of those. I don't think it's gossip. No, not gossip, gossip, but just like talking. take that the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> not gossip, wrong um, word. But just no, like, I mean, in that, real talk, you know, that actually has been a real treat. Like, you know, for example, there have been some people that, you know, I've been in a room with who I've always seen on Instagram and we've always like commented on each other's things mm -hmm. and maybe been like acquaintances. And then you have this opportunity to have a really meaningful conversation with that person. And you kind of walk away and you feel a little deeper connection. And I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, but it can also go in the other way. It can, it oh, can also go in a different direction. If, you know, if there's somebody who you watch on Instagram and YouTube and it's a little bit more filtered and then you see them live in a room, you know, <laughs> it could go that way too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been my experience. No, but me neither, it, but I'm sure it could. <laughs> yeah. What you see is what you get when it comes to both of us. So, you know, <laughs> I think so. Yes. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that everybody will be able 
to experience it for better or for worse. Maybe people will love it, maybe they'll hate it. But I mean, it would be really nice if everybody who wants an invitation can get one yeah. sooner than later. And, and I believe that will happen. I'm an optimist. Yeah, no, I think it'll happen too. I think it'll happen before people think that it will. Like I foresee them, like the creators are probably like, wow, this is really taking off. We need to push, like, we need to work faster on this. We need to get a development team, like, on board. We got to make sure we're getting more people on here. Um, I don't think they anticipated the response. Maybe they did. I don't know. I'm assuming. Um, because I feel like they're they're constantly updating it now. Just, I signed in, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, and it said, oh, the app's been updated. I don't know what they updated. I didn't check. But, like, they're updating things as they go. Yep. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to roll things out faster than they had originally planned. That's my expectation. I have no idea. I mean, I had never heard of this thing until me neither. I still got an invite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and it's 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 been what like probably ten days since I even heard of this app, and yeah. less than a week since I've been on it. So the fact that we're even chatting about it now, I am so far from an authority on this app. Same. Um, you have a lot of ex- more experience than I have, um, but anyways, it's 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 been interesting. We can say that. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun. It's I mean, there's a lot of good things that can come from it. I'm sure there's a lot of not so great things that can come from it. And uh, I think even like in terms of us, we had talked about it, like maybe we do a live Q&A on Clubhouse and all of our listeners can come on. Yes, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Like, what, do, what are we, we going to do? Yeah, we can do a Q&A and what else do we want to do? I don't know. We were going to do take it or leave it. Oh yeah, take it or leave it. We can do a live take it or leave it. Like there's so many options. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, and it's like instead of doing an episode on it, which we could still do, but you know, we you can't, so the terms and conditions from what I understand on Clubhouse is that you're not supposed to record, but if you do record, then you have to get consent of everyone in the room. And that just seems like a lot of work. And I don't know if I necessarily want to do that. You know what I mean? No. Plus if we do take it or leave it, we can have people from the audience come up and right. give how fun so would that be? It doesn't have to be generated from us. And that yeah. would be so much fun. Yeah, I agree. And I think like when you look at it that way, like it's just a fun way to interact with people that listen to us. And I just think it'd be so much fun. So much fun. Um, so maybe we'll try to do it towards the end of next week or, or maybe when, actually when you come back from your, yes, trip. <laughs> I'm like, let me take a deep breath. How about we do it in February when I'm not thrifting? Yeah. And I'm I mean, breathless fine. February, we're going to have lots of time. Perfect. Yes. I think that'd be fun. I always put so much stock into thriftless February. You think I could like build a house and fit thriftless February <laughs> no, the way no. I hype it up, you know, I'm going to get everything done. In everything February. inventory system. We're going to have so much free time. So oh, yeah, I'm going to have everything cross posted. I'm going to lose <laughs> 30 pounds. I have great plans for February. It's going to be a big month for us here on Thrifters Villa. Big month. But yeah, why don't we plan that for the first, for, for, um, for February. February. Yeah, be really fun. I think that'd be fun. That, will give, that will give more of our listeners a chance to hopefully get, get on the app well. too, which would be nice. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to if you guys have a clubhouse. And if not, I don't know. I mean, we could always do it live too. I mean, we could honestly have the clubhouse room going and then because clubhouse is um, runs in the background, theoretically, we could go live on Instagram too, so that it's inclusive. That's and- true. Every people could hear us on Clubhouse and they could people could see us on Instagram. That's something that we could do too, because we have multiple devices that we could use. So you can go live on an iPad for our Instagram. Is that in some form recording it? I don't know. Is I mean, I guess not. If we don't save the Instagram, we could. Right. We don't save it. It's just live. All right. We'll talk about it. We'll talk, guys. We're we're talking this out with you. But uh <laughs> that would actually be that would be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. And I think um if whenever 
I know one of my goals now is whenever I do anything on Clubhouse is to create some type of Instagram post or something to put it out there, or maybe a, a YouTube where people that don't have invites can have access to the information as well. So everyone gets it kind of thing. I like that. Yeah. So I think that would be tricky for me, given the nature of the, the, the room that really I'm on. You can't do it in an open forum though. Yeah. I'm even thinking that tomorrow morning, I kind of want to go, not with an agenda, but just like throw a couple things out there. Like, yeah. I, I mean, we, we don't have, have a something. problem. Things come up. That, that, that's, oh, yeah. that's kind of the beauty of that room. The stuff comes up. Yeah. It comes up all the time, which is nice, but yeah, Jen and I are going to do another bolo room on Thursday. Awesome. That's fun. Be a lot of fun. I was so shocked with how many people had showed up and just the information. It was, it was, it was great. So we're going to do it because again. people want fun, Daniela. I know they do want people fun. want fun. Like I said, like I do. Lori I, wants fun. Everyone wants fun. <laughs> we like deep conversations too. I'm not a shallow person. I just feel like stuff has been very heavy lately. Yeah. It's been heavy for months. <laughs> it's been yeah. heavy for months. And sometimes you just need to laugh and have a good time and learn things in the process and, you know, all of that fun stuff mm, mm-hmm. all right i'm tired everybody. just talking about clubhouse i know <laughs> i have a headache <laughs> oh my this is anything about the app i will say want to go on it as a super con like my structure last week was out the freaking window and midweek our friend leslie from marie seller's passion she posted, oh, she posted she, about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's also an ambassador for passion planner like me. And so she like held up her planner and it just said, Leslie, you need to focus. Like she had written on a piece of paper and she's like, is anybody else like walking around in the clouds? I'm like, yes. Raising my hand. Like that was me last week. I don't think I felt great. And I think clubhouse just put me in this. It just threw off every single day, what I was used to doing. Mm -hmm. Not that like, I think I'm entering this week. Like, okay, how are we going to structure this? Mm -hmm. Um, but last week it really threw me off and it wasn't a good week to be off. (laughs) I'll feel it this week. The repercussions. Um, it's all right. You have a fun week ahead of you. Yes. A lot of good things happening. I should go online and see where I'm shopping tomorrow. Yeah. You probably should do that (laughs) and create a plan, (laughs) create a plan. Like I would. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. And um, I got to play my day in Rhode Island and I'm going to meet you. So we have to work on that. You have to give me a window this week and I'll just show up. It's my, my... you tell me when, and we're going to make that happen. We'll film footage too while we're there. I'll film footage for myself too. I should probably do that. All right, guys. Sorry for the random episode, but you know, it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you get. This is what you get from us. Thank you, everybody, so much for your continued support on Thrifters Villa. You had fun catching up with us this week and hearing us rant. Um, And we'll be back next week. Do we have a plan for next week? I don't know. We probably do. I'm sure we have something written down. We have something. Lori and I have something that we're working on that we need to set time aside for, for all of our (laughs) listeners. (laughs) We we tried to work on at least seven times this week. And have failed every time. Um, So we have some really exciting stuff that we want to bring to you in the upcoming months. And uh, we will be having an episode on that. So definitely stay tuned for that. We have our spring trends that we need to do. That's what we were going to do. That's spring trends. Yeah. I had a couple of people reach out. Actually, Amber from Amber Resells reached out and asked if you were going to do a spring and summer trends. Oh, And I said, yes, we will be. We always do. If you're new to Thrifters Villa, we always do spring, summer, fall, winter trends. So that is definitely 
something that we're going to do next week, week after we'll figure it out. Well, I will be in the car a lot this week driving. So I can can watch all the shows. I can listen, listen, I won't watch. Yeah. I'll have to watch a little bit. It is fashion. (laughs) All right, everybody have a wonderful week. Yes. We will talk to you next time. All right, everybody have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey there thrifters, it's Daniela, and today we are going to talk about shapeandfoster.com. So Shape and Foster is a lifestyle development app that provides monthly actionable insight from six experts in mental health, financial planning, nutrition, fitness, yoga, and a life coach. It is a one-stop shop for self-improvement. The app provides a proactive and informed approach to improving your mental well-being by enabling practices and habits to be built. Lifestyle development is about enhancing your quality of life by improving awareness, identity, and potential. One community of actionable insight. Learn from six pillars essential to a healthy heart and healthy mind, and in one unique app. Visit www dot shapeandfoster.com for your free 14-day trial. Now let's get back to the episode.